Hello. Hello. Hi, George. Hello, Ollie. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Very good. I'm excited. Um, excited for our first proper episode of Phone a Friend. I, I think just let's let everybody listening... Oh, by the way, hello, anybody listening. Hi, listeners. Hi, guys. Hey. Hey, hey guys. It's, hey. Your, it's us. Um, we should let them know, hey, guys, um, that... <laughs> We're, this is, this is, you know, potentially things might go awry one week and we might miss one or two weeks. I don't know. We never know, but our intentions are good and we intend to get one of these to the, to the, to the masses once a week. Yes. So, and they'll be, uh, up to date, um, because we're recording, you know, sort of the week, pretty much the week that we release. So, um, you'll be invited into our lives in almost real time and which is terrifying isn't that exciting because <laughs> so much of what i'm involved with when i'm involved with things is always like pre like it's put in the bank as it were it's like oh let's get that recorded now to release whenever yeah um well, and so i've never been involved with something that's kind of so immediate uh, real time yeah immediate that's the word yeah although i guess that's kind of what Instagram is like stories. Yes, um, but I guess with with that you can um, choose how. Well, I, I mean, obviously we can edit this podcast, but we try not to do too much editing. Um, we should just say, Ollie, for any younger listeners, um, Instagram is an app that was kind oh, of a predecessor to TikTok. Yes, um, that you probably uh, you might have heard your grandparents talk about. <laughs> Back in our day, Instagram was uh, the thing. I was actually I looked at TikTok for the first time, like properly today, um, because are you I, sad? Yeah, a little bit, but not for the reason you might think because. The reason I looked at it is someone messaged me saying um, uh, you should search your name on TikTok. So oh. foolishly, I took their advice. And, oh, no. Um, yeah, some stuff, some interesting stuff out there. Um, I'm realizing now as I say this that I'm basically going to... You're baiting other yeah, people baiting to go and search it. Um, but... Hey, you know, if the kids like it, um, I mean, I'm very young. I'm younger than you, uh, so I understand. You are, yeah. Yeah, I understand TikTok. It's interesting because I'm younger than you, but um, I recently became... Wiser. Well, yeah, I recently became an uncle. <gasps> oh, yes. So um, your, um, the, what's the word? Your commitments, not commitments, your... Um... Well, it's just, I mean, there are certain things that, like, you won't understand because... You know, as an uncle, I do see the world in a different way. Um, <laughs> and so, like, this this rift has kind of come between us because for so long we're just young men living our lives. Uh, you know, there was no difference in our lives, really, up until now. Yeah. Um, and now, now this... Uh... Your nephews come into the world and your world's just changed completely. Oh, man, it, it's actually... It's harder for me to look at the news and be flippant and make jokes about it because that's my that's the world my little nephew's growing up in, man. And oh, I can't even imagine. No, 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 you would, George. You wouldn't get it because you're not an uncle. And honestly, I do hope for you one day that, like, one day soon, uh, you will become an uncle. I'll be an uncle. <laughs> 
Oh, thanks so kind of you to wish that for me. I think you'd um, be a great uncle. I mean, it takes some time. Like, I, I'm still kind of learning the ropes. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, do you know what, as well? I don't think we need to get hung up on this podcast about... About TikTok. social media platforms. You don't think so? So, no. So, for anyone listening... Let's jump straight into the news. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Remind me of the premise of this podcast. I didn't realise there was going to be so much news. Uh, that, well, no, actually, I didn't think that through before I said it. I don't think we have a segment on this podcast about news. Well, I suppose, um, it, uh, the, what's the news in your life for this week? Oh, yeah, okay, we could do that. Yeah. Well, we should say um, that... Uh, myself and you, you and I, I should say, mm-hmm. um, just have had about three weeks back home where we grew up for Christmas yes. and New Year. And um, I can only speak for myself, but what a fucking beautiful three weeks they were. I loved it. It was very excellent. Lots of lots of pubs. Well, two... lots of pubs. Lots of Scrabble. Lots of Scrabble. Um, we spent the we we saw in the New Year together. And mm-hmm. um, one of my first memories of 2020, of this decade, is going to be you insisting that I tell everyone else in the our group who was there uh, my best story of the previous decade and then saying, oh, yeah, it's the one about the volcanic ash, um, which is like not, oh. <laughs> not a very interesting story where in about 10 years ago, whenever it was... Uh, a volcano in Iceland erupted and my flight from Spain to the UK was d- cancelled. Okay? That's pretty much the story. And George... I have... I, I forgot that I kind of... Yeah, you sort of got every... You gathered story. everyone around and you were like, oh, wait, you have to hear this. This is the, Ollie's best story of the decade. So everyone's oh. really excited. <laughs> and then I told it. And you can just see on people's faces, they're thinking, that's... The most exciting thing that happened to you in ten years, and I I'm was sorry. like, I never said that. This is how did it go down? Like a lead balloon? Yeah, they couldn't fucking care less. <laughs> so yeah, happy oh, new man. year, mate. I'm sorry, I forgot about that. Yeah, well, I guess to me that is a really fascinating story. I don't know though if the bit that I find fascinating about it is actually more than a volcano erupting. <laughs> yeah, and then not your the involvement to do with me. Volcano, yeah, isn't the bit that kind of gets my imagination going. No, I think that yeah, the volcano that, that's yeah that's of interest, but me missing a flight, not so much. But that also paints our New Year's Eve in quite a light that I'm going like, guys, everyone gather around while listen we to share this story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, I, I had a, a wonderful time back home. Um, and now I'm trying to readjust to I'm back in Barcelona, which is where I live, in case any listeners out there weren't listening Wanna meet up? last week. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, but you have you uh, because we basically had a three weeks of no existing in a world where no obligations other than um, fireside pints and Scrabble. Oh. Oh. How are you adjusting that coming to that coming to an end? Um, 
Honestly, quite well. But it, but I'm in a quite a rare... Like, everything going on for me at the minute is not my usual January because often when we're in, I guess the word is campaign, mm-hmm. um, often I, I won't get much more than a week back home for Christmas. Um, and then you're In previous back. seasons, it's been like... Yeah, it's been like festival season in Australia and New Zealand is kind of the new year and Christmas. Yeah. Um, so we've done that once or twice, I think. And I don't know. This year, I just... Yeah, I loved it. And, and then so coming back... But then I've got nothing to... At the moment, my only commitments are writing. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, is quite a slow process, is what I've learned. Mm-hmm. Um which I've got no, I'm not fussed by the fact it's a slow process because it is what it is. Um, but it means that, you know, that kind of the idea of living the dream when you music is your career. Mm-hmm. I think this is the bit that really highlights that because <clears throat> it's the creative side of it. So it's the touring, performing. It's not that it isn't creative, but you're recreating something on stage each night. Yeah. Whereas when you're actually writing and recording, you walk into a room uh, where something doesn't exist and there's a chance when you leave the room, something will exist. And that is... That's a whole different... I I mean, it's funny. The way you're describing it is kind of how I feel as an uncle. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, because there's this human being that exists now and i'm its uncle and, oh, wow <laughs> and i, oh, I think that's man. i'm so happy for you well it's similar in a way when you go and you write a song and then you have that song you become that song's uncle mate you should be grateful that i asked you to share your fucking volcano story because uh <laughs> I think I was doing you a favour. <laughs> uh, I can only pray that something as exciting happens to me this decade. <laughs> yeah. Um, so but I- the one thing that has been going on in my life, uh, just as a little aside, something that's been ticking over, is about three days before New Year's Eve, I woke up and I thought, oh, um, this could well be the start of me being quite ill. Uh-huh. Um, and then somehow... Every day I've kind of woken up as in like, I'm feeling as if like, oh, this is the day that it's really going to take a hold of me. But you, then it you, never quite does. You do you mean like flu, fluey, cold vibes? Yeah, yeah. Like my tonsils feel, I mean, this isn't very nice for people to listen to, but my tonsils feel like they're up. Mm-hmm. Um, up in arms. And up in arms. Oh, they're fucking up. Um, and... But it never quite, really, with an illness, you want it to wipe you out and just get it done with. Whereas at the moment, I'm still kind of able to stick to commitments, but I just feel a bit... Yeah. Um, so you haven't got the full, full-blown full illness. No. No. Well... But, hey, it could be a lot worse. I mean, it could be, actually. And that leads me into what I want to talk about. Oh, okay. Just briefly on the subject of... Is that, do, you need to, do you need me to ask you a question at all? Or yeah, are, you free to, could, are you happy well, just could, to go well, rock and roll? Well, why don't you ask me how I'm doing? Oh, <laughs> that was like a passive... Oh, wouldn't it be nice if you asked me how I'm doing, George? Yeah. Um, um, 
maybe for once you okay. could give a shit about me and ask <laughs> how I'm doing. Um, hey, Ollie. Yeah? It's your good friend George here. Hey, close personal friend. Hi. Hey, man. Hi, guys. Um, how are you, man? Um, well, I have to be honest with you and the listener. There is a good chance during mm-hmm. the recording of this podcast that I might S myself. Now, Ooh. that adds a bit of drama, doesn't it? To the proceedings. Yeah, because S could mean a few different things. Uh, yeah, that's what I mean. Um, okay, sorry. Well, the doctor calls it liquid ass. Um, mm. I think that's probably the medical term. But Can we say, so that I don't... If this is... Can we call it um, what it is, which is diarrhoea? <laughs> if you insist, yes. We can call it that. And... You know, the listener might be thinking, why on earth are you telling us that? Excellent question. Yeah. Um, but it Oh, is... sorry, I feel as if I'm being a bad friend again. Why? So why are you telling us yeah, about that, thank Holly? you. Well, the reason this is happening to my body is because I have upped my... I'm, I'm on uh, medication for anxiety, and this week um, my dose has been doubled for various reasons which I can talk about later and that means that for the next few weeks uh, I may have certain side effects um, including needing the toilet a lot yes and I thought I had dodged the bullet because this happened to me when I first started the medication which is like eight months ago or something and I'm four days into the new dosage and I thought ah everything's actually going fine until about 20 minutes before we had to record this podcast and I realized oh, no. I realized a hard rain's gonna fall and oh no <laughs> chocolate rain <laughs> and I so I'm just saying this because uh, in the interest of transparency we're talking about mental health. This is unfortunately part of it sometimes. Yeah. My medication is. has uh, certain side effects and luckily they only last a few weeks while my body gets used to it. Um, and also I'm very sweaty. Uh, I've got the shakes. My teeth keep chattering. Oh. So I'm having a wicked time. But hold on, Ollie, because I feel as if for anyone listening that, you know medication is a potential option for them or they're you know yeah. curious at looking at that for themselves i worry that that advert yeah it's not a great uh yeah pitch. prevent them from seeking um yes know, well help all all i can say is that well firstly these side effects don't happen to everyone some people don't have any i think or if they do they're very mild um but also just from my experience when this happened before, the benefits have far outweighed this small period of um, liquid ass. Um, and after a few weeks, the side effects go away. And for me, at least, obviously I can only talk, speak for myself. Um, after that, I haven't really had any other issues. So I still think it's worth looking into for some for people um don't be put off by 
all the terrible things I just talked about. <laughs> yeah. But so when you first started the course of medication, um, there was, it was under the, what's the word? Sorry, this is part, this is what I've been finding where this illness isn't completely taken a hold of me, but and my brain feels like cotton wool. Um, you got bog brain. So, yeah, I've got bog brain. Um, when you first started the medication, mm-hmm. the conversation was that you should see how it affects your day to day. And you can, there would be an option to up the dosage. Yeah. And it's all part of you. The medication is there not as something forever, but for you to help find answers in the meantime. Is that, is, does that make sense? Yeah. So the idea was that uh, if the medication was helping me, um, because the before the medication, the anxiety was severe enough that, you know, stopping me doing a lot of things, including, um, you know, going to therapy and getting very much out of it because I would just be there trying not to have a panic attack. So I'm not really yeah. engaging with the the process in, the, in, in a useful way. Um, so... Then I, I took this initial dose and it sort of is almost like um, it like takes the edge off, basically. So it doesn't completely make the anxiety go away, but it takes the intensity down um, to a certain level, which allowed me to do a lot more stuff. And I for months, that was great i was doing so much more than i had done for the previous months and i I felt like i was making really good progress um and every time i met with the uh psychiatrist who prescribed me he would say how do you feel about your dose do you think you know you do you think you'd need to go up a dose or and i would say not really because i feel like i'm making progress at this low dose so I didn't feel like I needed at that time to increase it. Um, but then it kind of plateaued as in it, the effects. I I found that although I had widened all the things that I could now do that I was scared of before, um, there was still this kind of list of stuff that I just completely avoided and to uh, improve my well to to get to the point where maybe I won't need the medication or or I'll need less of it I need to like not avoid things and make make them when I avoid them I make them into this much bigger scary thing because I put it off for ages and ages and then it makes it really hard to kind of break through that. But if I increase my dose, which I've done now, hopefully I can go and uh, tackle these things that I'm finding difficult. And then having done that, I'll have those positive experiences to, to draw on in the future. And I'll be able to say to myself, okay, you're feeling anxious, but you did this before and it all went fine. Okay. Does brilliant. that make sense? Um, yeah, absolutely. And then, so then in the future, um, 
say if we were able to look into the future and by having upped your dose, um, you have tackled successfully some of the kind of hurdles that you're experiencing at the moment. Yeah. Um, you would then maybe take it down to the original dose. Yeah. Um, and then with eyes on one day coming off it altogether. Yeah, that that's the kind of plan that uh, we're following at, at the moment and you know it might it might not be as straightforward as that i might come back down and then go back up to the dose yes. and you know yeah. it's not necessarily and also should say that some people stay on medication you know for their whole lives and that's not a problem either but this is just for now what i'm planning to try um can i can i ask you a question actually that like i'm curious about and there might be people listening that will be curious mm -hmm. but how did you how was it that you found yourself in a room with someone that could prescribe medication for these things did you was it just through going through national health care no um it's slightly complicated by the fact that i'm living in barcelona and um, oh, I'm self-employed, so I don't pay into the um, the national health system in Spain. So the way the way it worked was that I was going to therapy and not really making a lot of progress. And the therapist said, maybe we should consider the the medication route. And she recommended me someone. I tried to go. And just completely freaked out, had a huge panic attack and, and missed my appointment. And then I put it off again for a few weeks. And then I finally made a different appointment and went in there. So because it's private and because it, I specifically need uh, like an English speaking uh, psychiatrist. Yes. It's, it's, you know, quite expensive. Um, yeah. I know that in the uk on the nhs i i mean there'll be a lot a long waiting list but you will also be able to go down that route and you know we, we could talk about how the nhs is underfunded and things but it is still an option um yeah yeah if the good thing is is that the medication itself is is um really cheap it's like four euros a month uh for the one i need wow um which you know in somewhere like america or other places that would it would be a lot more expensive but yeah, yeah, yeah. there are options and all i would say is that i i went down this sorry because the, the, the thing is as well you're um case your kind of experience is very unique in that you are living in a foreign country full time yeah um so it's probably not the best example for a lot of people listening yeah because but, uh, that's quite unique circumstances do you ever wonder how celebrities order food like is sarah paulson a diet coke or a regular coke girlie <laughs> some peasant coke no 
Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you mushrooms? Not really. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. True. And and I would just say, you know, if you talk to your doctor or if you have a therapist, they'll be able to um, yes. actually give you answers rather than umming yeah, yeah. and ahhing like, like I have been. But basically, I would just say it's definitely been a positive experience for me um despite the um teething problems yes. <laughs> teething problems <laughs> yeah yeah i hear you um well mate i like when you gave me the text uh last week kind of saying that your medication was going up yeah um i felt very kind of what's the word what did i feel i felt happy for you because I th- the way that I see it is just all part of a, it's all part of a process, and with every kind of decision like that that's made, it's um, it's a commitment to trying to help yourself, and it might not be the right thing, but you will only find that out through trying it. Yeah. Um. Uh, and I th- and that's yeah. I I I think that the way I've approached it, and it, it did it took me a while to get to the point where I, um was open to to uh trying medication and stuff but so i i do understand that it can be a scary thing for people to think about um but i have just trusted the psychiatrist i'm seeing he's you know i he gives me good explanations for why we do various things and he talks me through the medication and how it helps etc and so i've just kind of been open to and there's obviously diff lots of different routes you can go down and there's i'm on a specific antidepressant which is called sertraline and i can't speak for other ones but i'm just giving it a go and because You'll probably have, well, yeah, you will have noticed that when we were in Hartford together over Christmas, um, I pretty much wouldn't get in a a car uh, or I would avoid it. Yeah, there was like, there was once or twice that you got in my car and they were for small journeys. Yeah. Um, That's um, But there was also once or twice where I offered you a lift and you, you know, didn't want to. Yeah, I said, uh, get fucked. You only just passed your test. I don't trust you, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. It's nothing to do with the driver or the... Like, it's not like I'm worried about crashing or anything like that. It's just literally the claustrophobia of being in a small space. Um, and so that's just one example of something that I hope to get better at in the yeah of course um also i just want to say my chair makes a squeaking noise and because i have mentioned the fact that i might shit myself 
I'm worried that every time it squeaks, people think that I'm just sitting here in like a puddle of my own shit. Jumping away. Yeah. No, no, that's such a horrible image. <laughs> just trust that people can use their imaginations and say, I don't want you to think that I'm here, you know, breaking wind. Yes. Uh, not a puddle of your own. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I, I just want to make that clear. Um, but yeah. So that's how stuff's been going for me. Um, and uh, I will uh, keep keep people updated. Not necessarily <laughs> yes. about Yeah, don't specifics. forget to follow Ollie on Instagram <laughs> to keep up with his trials and tribulations. Um, well, mate, I'm, I'm very happy for you that you're, you know, trying this out and, you know, it's all... It will all be informative one way or the other. That's if, true. If that's all you can ask for. Yes. Um, see, I was saying to me and Ollie were on the phone earlier, for anyone listening, just to give this some context. And I said to him, it's so peculiar because since being home, um, and I don't know if it's because there's a bit of distance from touring, or, but I've been in such a good kind of frame of mind and not in a overly you know let's go happy kind of woohoo way mm -hmm. but just it's as if i'm i've found ways in which to observe my kind of intrusive thought patterns and i don't know i've i'm sure i've been here before and that's why i don't want to speak too confidently about it yeah but, um, but still it's I'm, it's worth uh you know, when you're doing well, it's worth celebrating. Um, yeah, well, I think that I think part of my, you know, interest um, or fascination with mental health and mental illness and this kind of um, this scale where anyone can sit anywhere and it can it's so like it can slip and slide from one day to the other. I think the thing that I find fascinating about it is a that it's starting to be spoken about more and more mm -hmm. and B that it's so untangible. It's so like it's, and we rely so much on things or I certainly do. We rely on things being proven and, you know, evidence towards why things, I don't know. I don't know what it is I'm trying to say, but I've, I find it, um, that one thing we should lead on to now is just the fact that we've had so many emails and that's part of what I'm trying to say is that that, that we're all on this spectrum somewhere mm -hmm. and the fact that people are feeling more liberated to talk about these things, I think only good can come from it. Yeah. Um, and the, the emails we've got, we've got lots of them. Thank you very much to everyone who sent one, um, have been... You know, it's very nice to hear people saying, like, we listen, I listened to your podcast and then phoned my friend, got in touch with someone. I know, someone. they were the ones, we should let people know we were kind of sat in the pub together, like, looking through them as they came through. Yeah. Um, and just some of them were so, I don't know, it's, it's as if, like, releasing the introductory episode, we didn't know what to expect of the show. Yeah. And it was like, oh my God, this is what it can be. Yes. And what an amazing thing. And it felt like, uh, you know, confirmation that... Because obviously we thought it was a good idea because we wouldn't have done it otherwise. But it's yeah. kind of people saying that um, 
you know, hearing us talk about this kind of stuff is a positive thing. And so it just confirms that this is something worth doing. Um, do you want to... Um, let's do it. I'm, like, excited. Can we, like, read through one or two yeah. of the emails? So there's a couple of emails um, that I have... Have you picked one or two out? Yes, that I have selected. Um, and uh, one thing, just quickly, for anyone who emails and wants to remain anonymous please just say that in the email so i know not to read out your name um, maybe for, yeah maybe for this one just say their first name well i uh contacted both of them they both said it's fine to use their name oh okay brilliant so um this one is from should we should we give out their email addresses as well yeah we'll give out the full email address um <laughs> everything no don't worry, Hannah Lipka. We're not going to do that. So this one's from Hannah Lipka. It's, she's, Here we go. She says, Hi, Ollie and George. Hope you're both doing well and feeling rested Hello. and ready for the new year. I'm so glad that you two are doing this podcast. Excited for more to come in the next few months. Thank you very much, Hannah. Um, and she talks a little bit about how she's dealt with anxiety and depressive episodes since she was a kid. And going to university, it's escalated a bit um, and become worse uh, and she says after some not so pleasant experiences with counseling when I was younger I've put off speaking with a counselor slash therapist for years um, I'm graduating this spring and really want to get my mental health back on track after years of pushing it aside any advice for taking the first step into therapy um, thanks for creating a space to talk about these issues it really means a lot well it means a lot that you say that, Hannah. And yeah, my voice sounds sarcastic, but I mean it, okay? Sometimes it's hard to be sincere, but honestly, and also so many often, the actual interactions with people on the, at the end of projects that you're involved with, you don't see. Yes. And so to actually hear this is just, for me, it's wonderful. I love it. it. it so is. Thank you, Hannah. And um, I can absolutely relate to... Um, university and the stresses of that making your mental health more unmanageable. Um, but I would say, as difficult as it must be having a bad experience with therapy or counselling, you have to remember that that was one individual. Um, not every therapist is going to be amazing, but also... Equally, not every therapist is going to be um, bad. <laughs> um, and I think it's important to... This is something that I didn't kind of fully realise for a while, that you're not obligated to... If you go to therapy and after a few sessions you realise that you're not, you know, you're not vibing with the person and maybe you're not getting um, a rapport with them and you're not getting much out of it that's happened to me before and I would kind of feel like well I guess I'm stuck in this um, <laughs> no. but of course it's really important one you might be you know paying lots of money for this but even if you're not it's an important step that you're taking and it's for you so if you feel like you could be getting more out of it then you're in no way obligated to stick with um someone who's not helping you very much 
and as hard as it might be to to start again and start with a new person in the long run it'll probably be worth it if you find someone that you can get a good relationship with um and we had an, another email on a similar note. Just just one second, yeah. because Hannah said in that that she's she's graduating in spring, and that she hopes that you know on the other side of graduation she can help start to kind of help herself get her mental health back on track. Yeah, um, I think something that I found really inspiring, and I have to remind myself, is that there's a very good chance that there is no final there's no end result to this and actually there's probably not a point in your life where everything's perfect I think we're sold this idea that there's this version of us that can exist as a perfect entity in a perfect world Mm -hmm. and I think often that's the, the thing where actually if you can get it into your head that this could well be an ongoing conversation that you have to have with yourself, I find that quite liberating because it takes some pressure off needing to have an answer immediately. Yes. Because <coughs> actually it's a, you it's know, a, it's more it's a of process. a... Yeah, and a life, uh, uh, not choice, I don't, what's it? it's, it's yeah. a lifestyle thing to, to say I'm going to face this and it, there's a good chance whatever it is one is experiencing is a part of their nuanced personality and and person yes um and and i I think that's one thing if you do to echo what ollie said is you know a you might not find the the right therapist or counselor straight away um but to try not to be discouraged and try and see it as a as a as a journey, I know that's an overused. No, it, but it's um, it's absolutely experience. true. And um, I remember uh, one of my therapists. An interesting sentence, but one of the therapists I have had in the past um, had to kind of remind me towards the beginning of our time together that that it, the my anxiety is not going to suddenly go away. Um, and it's like you said, George, that it is something that is probably a part of me, as it were. And that doesn't mean it can't get better and you can't manage it better because I can say from experience, I absolutely have my life has improved a lot through going to therapy and understanding what's happening to me more, um, and learning how to manage it um so while there may not be this really chill uh cool version of ollie that doesn't fret about anything that person doesn't exist but that doesn't mean that it's not worth um the journey as you say george yeah. of yeah. of starting therapy and learning about yourself and tackling all these things um and on a another email was on a um kind of related note from eric bazu i'm sorry if i'm not pronouncing your name correctly but he said what are your thoughts on therapy um 
I'm from the US and insurance doesn't cover it at all. So is it any easier to look for therapists in, in Europe? Is it worth it? Or is it fine if you have a way to talk about and deal with your problems with friends or family? So, uh, yeah, I would say if you're if you are able to start conversation with friends and family, I think that your immediate kind of day to day life might be relieved of some of the pressures of, of whatever it is you're experiencing because you've shared the load in some way. This is certainly what I've felt in the past. It, it doesn't make it any easier as such, but you're aware that there's people in your corner. Yes. Which I think it's worth reminding anyone listening, there is of course people in your corner. They might just not know that they that you need them at this minute. And so to talk to them um, is a brilliant thing to do. Yeah. And I would say that if you, if you do have that uh, kind of relationship with friends or family where you can talk about this stuff and you feel um, that you're getting something out of that, which I'm sure you would, um, then that's great. I wouldn't necessarily, I can't say for sure, you know, one is better than the other, as in therapy is better than talking to your friends and family or the other way around. But I would say that either both are very helpful things. And particularly if for financial reasons or whatever, it's, it's more difficult for you to, to get therapy, then reaching out to friends and family is definitely something worth doing. I, I, I'm foolishly, I'm like naively going to say that I, I would assume that in different states and different cities, there will be different kind of charity organisations that are set up to help people that can't afford the private healthcare. Well, what I would say, something that I'm pretty sure will exist in the US or certainly exist in other places, is um, you can get free or at least like heavily reduced therapy with um, like university like students or university psychologists who you know they might oh, be they might so be like training when you go to a, a hairdresser a trainer haircut <laughs> yeah hairdresser <laughs> and you know obviously um that might not be the the best option but it is an option and i'm sure that there are lots of very competent um psychology students and trainees and whatever um that out there that you could look into also this might be scary as well but there are like group therapy is often um a lot cheaper than individual therapy and i have no experience of it myself but i know that it does help people and you know you'd meet people who are maybe going through similar thing to you which can only be a good thing i think so yeah. Can well, I also say, Ollie, that um, mm -hmm. the whole premise of this podcast is that you and I are not professionals. What? <laughs> it might shock people to hear. Um, and we don't have, we can't give you solid answers. Um, what I think we're aiming more to kind of create here is um, 
a space to talk about these things and kind of bounce ideas off each other, but also to promote the idea of talking to family and friends. Because I like it because, I mean, me and you, Ollie, have benefited so much from it, I would say. Um, And so that should be the thing that we say to Eric on the, on the brace of that. I'd say, you know, first and foremost, if you can just think of somebody in your life that you feel you might be able to talk to. Yeah. Um, then that would be, and you never know that might be helping them as well. Yes, definitely. But I would, yeah. So off the back of that, thank you very much for those emails and for anybody listening, if you've got any questions, but also stories, I'd quite like to hear people's stories. So less things that we need to. What I would say is if anyone else out there has had um, diarrhea due to um antidepressants or any you know medication of that kind please get in touch uh the more detail the better and send it directly to george.ezra at <laughs> yeah 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 but, um no but please what is it it's contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com that's contact at phoneafriendpodcast.com um oh let's let's end on a nice a i feel as if note. i've been quite quiet this week but it's because I um, you're feeling good, yeah. good, good. You're feeling good. I yes, feel wonderful, good, yes good. wonderful, good. Um, no, I feel um, what I would love to do is we've actually recorded for if ever myself and Ollie can't record one week, we've recorded a kind of safety episode, and mm. it's a kind of in-depth look as to why Ollie might want to be involved in a podcast on mental health. It's hashtag um, my story. Hashtag my story, hashtag Ollie MN. Mm-hmm. And we are going, I'm looking forward to recording my hashtag my story as well. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, f- I find myself wanting to divulge more about why it might be that I'm involved in this. Um, but it kind of feels like I don't want to crowbar it in. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, there'll be a specific episode that will maybe go into more detail, but. Um, you know, I would say feel free at any point to to kind of drop in some some context. Um, but yeah. but there will be, I mean, in the episode we recorded, uh, hashtag my story. Um, it's kind of hashtag Amen. Yeah, hashtag Amen. It's kind of tracing the when I first started having issues with anxiety and panic attacks and stuff. And we're going to do the same with George with OCD and is when he getting diagnosed with that and experiences before that and since. So it will kind of fill you pervs in on our inner life. Oh, Ollie. I ruined oh. it. I ruined it. I ruined it. I'll tell you what, if anyone just can send some good vibes my way, because there is a... Uh... I've recently moved to a new place by myself and I don't know, but new places, uh, they can be quite scary at night. Yes. Uh, like you kind of different buildings make different kind of creaks and moans and groans. And it's like, <laughs> I'm just going to swan. I just heard the door. And then someone was like, oh yeah, you should definitely watch this Netflix thing called don't fuck with kittens. Uh, right. Yeah. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Um, I didn't sleep for about three nights straight. And yeah, if anyone saw my Instagram stories that I posted today, I, you'll agree I look like fucking cagatillo. Um, so yeah, well, don't watch fuck, don't fuck with kittens. 
Well, I'm sending good vibes your way. Um, I'm hoping that uh, listeners might not know this, but shit hits differently in the country and being isolated uh, after having just watched a very graphic, violent documentary. I can see why. And also, you haven't got any internet, have you? You've you've got no internet. You got no, no. telly. You no. got. I'm, I've got no. I've got no uh, hob at the moment. So I've got my camping stove out. Your investments, um, like from all your, you know, your touring profits and stuff, really have gone badly. You've got no hob. You uh, tell me what's in your kitchen cupboards right now. Or actually, can I try guess? Yeah. Okay. Two tins of tuna? Well, well, I've actually given up meat and fish for New Year, so no. Okay. So, in that case, what, just bread then? Um, I can see some, from where I'm sat, Yeah. I can see some bread. Tea bags? I can see some, no, no. <coughs> I can see some bread. I can see some Cholula hot sauce. Oh, I'd like that. I can see some easy peelers. Um, <laughs> some lemons and an empty can of baked beans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, so if you listeners out there could just picture this, um, you know, very bleak image of a man in an empty house in the country eating, spooning cold beans into his mouth because he hasn't got a fucking hob. Um, please send good vibes George's way. Please send five pounds to PO Box. <laughs> <laughs> that was the the other thing uh, in in quite a few of the emails we got. There were people saying that they'd be willing to um, tape five pounds to a letter and, and send it our way. Um, we should just make clear that we do want you to do that. We actually need it. We do. And in fact, five pounds, I don't know if five pounds is enough of an expression of love. And actually, (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to suggest that we look more in the 20 pound region. (laughs) Well, no, I mean, it depends. If you, you know, don't, you're not really a, a fan of the podcast, you don't like it that much, then, you know, five, 10 pounds. But if you give a shit about us and you want us to be happy and have good lives then 20 pounds at least i'd say um taped to a card um of some kind and sent to p.o box (laughs) ollie yeah should we say goodbye and good night yeah i'd love to because um because you need the toilet yeah so (laughs) i don't want to end on that note actually let's just say no, we can end on saying thank you to everybody for listening. Thank you for your lovely emails. Please get in touch. Yes. Please do subscribe. Please do Rate. tell your friends to get involved. Give us five but stars, also, please. Give us five stars, but also go and give a friend a phone call. Yes. Go and uh, go and phone a friend and meet us back here next week. Yes. And we are still trying to work this out. So if you have any kind of tips of what you would like to hear in the show or anything like that, please do let us know. Yes. And we shall speak to you next week. Thanks for the chat. Thank you, Ollie. Bye, George. All right, mate. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.